Welcome back to Dewey's Movie Reviews. Thank you for tuning back in for the long-awaited review of the fifth and final Daniel Craig James Bond movie called No Time to Die. This movie suffered many, many delays and setbacks due to the coronavirus, but I finally caught it recently. So let's go over the film for Daniel's last one and see what my thoughts are. Bond, any thug can kill. I have to know I can trust you. Well, I understand double O's have a very short life expectancy. You are a kite dancing in a hurricane, Mr. Bond. Is this really what you want? Always alone? So no time to die. So this movie basically carries over from the previous film, Spectre, where we've got the main character played by Daniel Craig and we've got the main villain played by Christoph Waltz. I really felt that Spectre was quite flat. It's definitely not one of my favourite Bond movies in the series. I felt that they could have utilised Waltz's character a hell of a lot better because he's such an amazing actor. But he actually carries over into this movie in no time to die along with bond's love interest as well so they don't usually see that in a bond film but they did do that in the mission impossible films one of the recent ones as well so it's an interesting take how they're doing the carryover thing for these films <sighs> used to be able to get into a room with the enemy. Now they're just floating in the ether. When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of you. So out of the five films that Daniel Craig has played James Bond as my favourite of all time and a general good action movie all round is Skyfall. You've got an awesome villain, a disgruntled MI6 O played by... Javier Bardem, I think that's how you say his name. Awesome actor, basically hunting down M, and you've got 007 or Daniel Craig that has to save her and save the day as well. So after seeing Skyfall, Spectre for me was a disappointment. So I was a bit weary going into No Time to Die after Spectre. So does it stack up in terms of being as good or better then Skyfall. No, it doesn't, but I'd have to say out of the five movies, probably the runner-up comes in at second place with the whole plot and scenario that Bond is in this time around. My God, target enough people. And the people become the weapon. Who is he? James, you don't know what this is? James Bond. So I've got Lashana Lynch and Anna D. Armas playing the new Bond girls. One is a double O working for MI6. The other one is another secret agent who works alongside Felix, which is 007's offsider that he meets in most of the films. They do a really good job. I thought they were quite good 
on the screen and you're never bored when you watch them. So they did a really decent job. We've got Christoph Waltz returning as the head of Spectre. Again, I felt he was quite useless throughout the movie. They don't really talk to him too much to a degree and I feel that he is wasted. Then we've got Rami Malek, who is the new villain or head villain in this film, wearing the Phantom of the Opera Mask. So he does a really good job. I felt the stakes feel quite high, especially towards the end of the film. He is nowhere near as good as Silver in Skyfall, but again, he does a pretty good job all round. License to kill. In love with Madeline Swan. I could be speaking to my own reflection. Only your skills die with your body. And life is all about leaving something behind. Isn't it? So the plot of No Time to Die, I felt was quite good because they had to wrap it up with Daniel Craig playing James Bond for the last time. I'm not going to go into spoilers about what happens towards the end. The only thing that I will say is that right at the end of the credits, it does say 007 will return. But I felt how they wrapped it all up for him completing his final movie was quite good and the reasons around what happens towards the end with James Bond and the villain are very much justified. So I thought it was all in all a very decent plot and probably the best way they could have gone about it with Daniel Craig leaving the series. Come on, Bond, where the hell are you? So now we come to the pros and cons section of the review and I'll give it my rating thereafter. So the pros, the location, the cars, the movie does look immaculate as you would think it would for a final Bond film. The plot is pretty good in terms of how they wrap everything up with 007 and the choices that he has to make. The new Bond girls do quite a good job along with Rami Malek as well. The cons of this movie, again, as I mentioned throughout the whole Spectre Secret Society and Christoph Waltz's character, felt quite weak in Spectre and also in this film as well. And not to say that he did a bad job. As I said, he did a good job, Rami Malek. But you would think for a final Bond film, they would make the stakes probably a bit higher how it felt in Skyfall, like we got that feeling of the sense of danger, how everything is basically imploding for the whole of MI6. That does kind of happen in terms of him saving the world in this movie, but I felt it wasn't as strong as Skyfall. So the verdict, would I go and see this at the movies when it was out? I didn't get a chance to do so, but I would 100% go and see it on the big screen, and I probably will be buying it on 4K or Blu-ray when it does come out to complete the collection. So all in all, it is a pretty good movie. I did enjoy it. Not as good as Skyfall, but for Daniel Craig and how he was tapping out of this franchise, I thought they wrapped it up quite well. So the question now remains, who is going to be the new James Bond? There's a lot of talk around Idris Elba. I think he'd make an awesome James Bond. 
course, you've got Tom Hardy as well. You'd make a pretty decent Bond, I feel. But only time will tell with where they go with this franchise. So thank you for tuning in to the review for No Time to Die. And I will catch you next time at the cinema. Cheers. If we don't do this, there will be nothing left to save. I have to finish this. You ever flown like this? Nope.